everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the In Between with Aaron and Mary Kate. And we have a special guest, but he just went to go pee. So. Yeah, so he'll be back in a bit. Yeah. His name is Benji Scheffler. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a musician. He's a DePaul grad. And he is perfect for our show today because we're going to talk about genres in really any realm. We're thinking television. We're thinking film, theater. And Benji will help us out with music. Um but it's just an interesting topic to talk about to see where how like two things come together and really make a beautiful and more broad piece of art. Yeah. And where the because genres sometimes can have like a hard line, you know, mm-hmm. like you're, it's like, oh, well, like, well, it, sometimes it kind of needs to have a hard line because say for musical genres, the charts are based off of genre. It's like yeah. pop, top pop, yeah. top hip hop, top rock, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when those genres merge and you become in between genres, mm-hmm. um, hence the in between, mm-hmm. that um, is where it's, you know, you're kind of on the line and you're, it's, you either fail or you succeed. And so... Right. We're going to talk about um, what uh, merging of genres, you know, are success stories and others don't work so well and why that is. Why do some genres like go together so well mm-hmm. and others just don't? Um, so, but, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking but about. Today. First, I think we should do a little week update. Yeah. yeah. And we'll have Benji introduce himself. Benji, get in there. Wait, hold on. Oh, so you are <laughs> yellow. OK, great. Benji, introduce your um, yellow, yellow one. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Benji. How's it going? It's going. Do I yeah. put headphones on? Is that you don't need to. Sweet. I'll keep them off. My it's all for the look. Isn't it extremely warm in yeah, here? Yeah, it's warm. Yeah. It's hot. Yeah. It's a scorcher. I'm regretting the long sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not regretting my outfit choice. But anyway, <laughs> okay. So, Benji, I already told them that you are a musician and you're a DePaul grad. But what else yes. can you tell us about yourself? Yeah. Um, those two things. Um, <laughs> I love music. Music is like my North Star, kind of like in life. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm done with school and like whenever people ask me like what I'm doing after school I've said like as long as the music persists like I'm good Mm -hmm. so I started working at Yelp (laughs) this past two days ago two days ago (laughs) literally three days ago Um, and that's been good Um, and I'm still doing the music and more than I ever have which is kind of the crazy thing yeah Yeah. doing more music than I ever have and it's like it's just really great like everything's going well that's awesome are you in a band i'm in a few bands um i'm in one that has a show on june 21st at the elbow room what's the band's name they're called okay gosh (laughs) this name is they keep changing it no they don't and that's kind of the issue it's called rub and elk oh like so, rubbing alcohol. Yes, but I'm is glad it like you picked up okay. on that? So here's the thing: it's called rub, um, n apostrophe elk. Okay. And the it's two guys: a singer and um, guitarist, and then a guy named uh, Adam Rubman. And the singer's name is Alec, and the producer's name is Rubman. So it's Alec Rubman. Oh. Uh, and they've had this name since high school, and like, oh, yeah. they have like friends that love their music and, and they, they've already f- built a fan base of based off like the they have this really just endearing like fan base that comes to like every show and oh, like, sings the words and, that's like, really sweet but the music cool, yeah. is 
phenomenal. It's yeah. like some of my favorite music to play. Wow. Um, you do drums still, right? Yeah, I drum. Okay. And at times I've sang like backup harmonies. Oh my God, I thought you played the bass. No, I play drums. You play jazz drums, right? No, I don't. No, Benji rocks. No, I don't play. And funny, like that's why I went to DePaul is because I went to music school for a semester. Okay. And I was studying jazz drum set. Okay, that's what I was I thinking. was trained in like rock and pop and yeah. like that other form there's like a very just basic difference between like the downbeat and the upbeat like the downbeat is rock and jazz is like all about the yeah you know all the upbeat and like Mm. it just threw me for a loop and i was like i can't i can't do this yeah um but yeah the music rub and alc make is like it is a fusion like of of what genres would you say genres i would say well, that's fitting for I would, our show. Exactly. It's a perfect <laughs> segue. Um, so, like, if I had to name, like, two bands that their, like, influences combine, I would mm-hmm. say it's, like, The Beatles and Outkast. And it's, Oh, like, that's cool. Once you marry those two, you get, like, everything that's in between that, which has, like, a lot of soul. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. D'Angelo is, like, a big influence for them um, do they have any rappers no but alec the singer basically raps uh-huh. like he'll sing it like one note and like sing it rhythmically so that's really like okay what rapping is i'm trying like, to think of like uh, an example of that uh-huh. in, like mainstream so like, Ed like, <laughs> i saw anderson <laughs> pock last night yeah that's a good example anderson oh. Pac, where was he he was at northerly islands Okay. Um, which is like I think only a summer thing in Chicago. Mm. It's like on like the strip of land that has the Field Museum and like yeah. the Adler Planetarium. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and it was sweet, but like that, if I could think of like a vocalist that does that sort of thing, yeah. I would I would think of Anderson Pock because uh-huh. he can sing his ass off, and he's no really swearing on the radio. No Just so you know. ass is okay. No, it's not okay. I'd it's say not. ass is okay. You can't say it. You can't ass, swear. Ass. ass. Well, what's Just funny kidding. Is, Stop. Is before this happened, I was like, I was like thinking about swearing, yeah. like the whole swearing thing. I was like, if is it, is it a matter of the FCC? But it's DePaul, so yeah, we got to yeah. keep this PG. We keep it. We push the line uh-huh. onto PG thirteen. Uh huh. You guys have like in, innuendos. Yeah, we, yeah. we say like what the fudge or something. Aaron like that. keeps me okay. in line though. Well, nice. I just can I say you gotta <laughs> you gotta have it. Um, um, but I also Benji, I'm also interested to hear more about. Um, well, yeah, we'll be talking about music, but I want to know how your transition into the working life is going. Yeah, it's as someone who's been in school for a long longer time than we have yeah, and just a little right. bit older than us five years yeah yeah i'm 24 years old yeah and uh i took a gap year mm-hmm. basically yeah and i took a couple quarters as a part-time student and that time like made it so that i will be walking with you guys yeah like, you know mm-hmm. i remember you were part-time when we had our class together yeah exactly like my sophomore year i think it was yeah yeah right so mm-hmm. and like when you get accustomed to like living like mm-hmm. that, it it is a bit of a shock to like start life at eight thirty and like get out. What of time work does at your 5:30. what time's your alarm set for? Five thirty. Seven. Since I live that's in, not awful. It, it's not really awful, and like at this and point, and being in Lincoln Park helps. It does because you can get right right to Fullerton, right? yeah. and you're right down there. Yeah, yeah. It's like a twelve minute walk, and I'm like yeah. power walking yeah. just yeah. because. 
yeah. like I'm at that point where I'm like, I can't be late. I yeah. Be late. My yeah. supervisor's one big pet peeve is timeliness. I'm like, uh, I have to be there. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but frankly, it's been like really awesome to mm -hmm. like have structure. Totally. Like, the only structure yeah. I had was based around like four, at most four classes. And like that, even when you have that, it's not that structure. Because it's also only four days and, a week. Right. Yeah. Like we have too. Fridays off. Yeah. And then some days you only really have one class. Right. Um, yeah. And like I could choose like and I did to just not show up a lot of the time. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Aaron remembers me just not. See, our class, Listen. I enjoyed going to. Yeah, well, we were in a special circumstance. We were <laughs> but I actually liked going. We went yeah. to this. Well, actually, you know, Mary Kay took that class, right? Oh, you took yeah, it I after. Took it, I took yeah. it. Oh, you guys are the same professor yeah. that I did. That's right. Yes. I, I took that class after. Voice, with um. <laughs> oh, I heard you can do a really good impression. I need the to hear that. Later. <laughs> the Novos. Is <gasps> central. Oh. I was... <laughs> No, he reminds me of, of he reminds me of like Kip from Nabo Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. in like wow. like forty years. Oh that's my god, you're right. Call. Right, that's a great call. Benobos. Yeah, because he has Benobos. like a serious sense of humor that like shows up. He randomly. has, he has the like, driest. Oh he has the driest sense of humor. And he will yeah, he'll yeah. say something and then he'll like stare at the class with a straight face and we don't know if we we're supposed to laugh or not. Right. Yeah. You and would then, show up to <laughs> class sometimes and he'd be like. Like he would make jokes about it. Or yeah, something. he like, called really? when he, he called there. people out really? if they yeah. were there. Yes, that is. He would call people out. Savage. Yeah. yeah, he was like, I don't think Benji's. Gonna. Anyway, like, so this like, class is Benji this class is bio. Wow. No, not biological anthropology. Evolution, evolution and society. Yeah, which is and a it was, beautiful title. Yeah, for yeah. Class. it was actually <laughs> a really it, interesting class. It was, but it was. but there was no societal anything. No, it was just evolution. He, I saw him the other day walking yeah. it on in the quad, and uh -huh. he was just like smiling to himself. He's a smiler. He's <laughs> like, a, oh, he's a yeah. We won't reveal his guy. name, but most of you probably know who we're talking about. Yeah, he's the a sweetheart teacher. He really he's is. oh my gosh, he's what matters. And yeah. he's you know, a good we've teacher. Had professors that in exactly. And yeah. he knows that we don't teacher. actually care yeah. about this class, right. and we're taking it oh my as because we have to. And he makes the most out of it. The quizzes, those were a lot. Yeah, the quizzes were. So literally like 10 page quizzes. Mm -hmm. Right. Always Extremely now, long. I now remember it. My hand would errors. fall off yeah. after every <laughs> quiz because I wrote so much. <laughs> they always had errors. They always had errors. Yeah, they did. They always had to be like, oh, at okay. the beginning of every, every time we had a quiz, we had to take 10 minutes to correct yeah. the quiz, <laughs> to correct yeah. the questions because yeah. there was always something wrong. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was the same question four Didn't times. Didn't you say that to me, or someone sitting next to me, uh -huh. or someone was like, "Yeah, I had him in another class. It was the same thing." Like, well, Grania had him. Yeah, and she said it was the same yeah, thing. No, yeah, she, yeah, it was. Great. I took it with Will was, Benji. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that. And so it was really great. funny. Yeah, we had well, such a funny class. It was a riot. Yeah, you guys had Christian and Tim, but didn't I you? never yes. talked to Christian or Tim. Yeah, it was just like this communal, like yeah. we all are in this together. Like <laughs> yeah. nobody ever spoke to each other. I hadn't talked to you no. probably until like, like the week six or something. Yeah, the fourth, fifth week or something. Yeah. No, what's then, funny about we Christian? And then we just had it. We hit it off. Like, <laughs> and I would always just be looking. like, some something would happen, and we'd just be like, like we looking would, at each other. We looked at each other probably more than we ended up like talking to <laughs> we looked at each other and just like like yeah like laugh to ourselves and then like um, it was such a refreshing moment to actually talk to you oh, and then, like yeah. realize okay we're on the same, we're on the yeah. same page yeah. <laughs> so, like, 
Um, Christian and Tim, this is like the third time that this has happened to them. So Christian and Tim are roommates, mm-hmm. are like very good friends, have been very good friends since freshman year mm-hmm. when I lived in the same dorm as them. And they study the same thing and they're just like very similar. Mm-hmm. They have accidentally taken the same exact class like three times now. And I would like meet up with Christian before this class Mm -hmm. and I'd be like, where's Tim? And he'd be like, oh, like he'll be there. And then he was telling me how after class him and Tim go home, Mm -hmm. but they don't walk together. Because they have so many classes together and they see each other so often and they like didn't mean to take these classes together. Do they choose not to walk home together? Yeah. They'll like walk like like a couple feet apart from each other and just not talk. That's so funny. And then and then and then and then when Tim when Tim went to LA for a quarter, I was like, Christian, did you guys hug when he came back? And he was like, No, of course not. I was like, I was like, Christian, you hugged. We must have hugged. You kissed on the cheek. That is so funny. Um, um, do you anyway, guys want to do a song? Yeah, let's do a song we'll and then we'll dive and deep into, into our... Which song is the, okay, is the so one? I don't know. Yeah. I, picked, I picked one if that's okay. Yeah, it's probably so, Old Town Road. Old Town Road. I hope so, which, by the way, is, is, so good. is the number one song in the country. What song? Old Town, Old Town Road. Old Town Road. It is number one. And you know Have the you big, you know the the big brouhaha about no, it. The video is amazing. No. Lil Nas is a looker. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's yeah. beautiful looking. Yeah, I think he, he's he's a cutie. He's adorable. He's really sweet. Looking. I wonder how old he is. I think he's like twenty one. Maybe. But like, um, no, I wasn't thinking the music video. I was thinking the video where he goes to an elementary school. Oh and yes, the gym and they erupts. just go back. And then yeah. there's like a smattering of kids who are just holding their ears. Yeah, like, and then and other kids like, who are like headbanging till yes. their heads fall off. They're yeah. all doing like they all. Are dancing like yeah. dabs. The song is a like hit. Fortnite, man. Yeah, it is a it's hit. Fortnite. I didn't realize. It's a and hit. so, what's so funny about this? Well, this get, we'll get into our discussion later. But mm-hmm. so, essentially, Old Town Road. It's. I mean, I'm going to play it for you so you'll be able to hear it. But it's like, so it's a merging of country and rap. Yes. Which are two polar opposite genres, and so, but it's more so country than rap. Mm, it's like a country song with a rap verse, kind of, sure. and then a rap beat behind it. Yes. And so it was top of the country charts. Yes. And all I'm of the loyal country fans yeah. Yeah. protested yeah. as hard they're as they like, could to get it off. They're like, this is not country. They were like, this isn't country. Yeah. Why? Because there's a black person. It was like, basically just all these diehard country fans got extremely mad that um a rap slash black song made it onto the con- country charts. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's I don't think it's on the country charts. And they I think, yeah, I think they, they had to take it off it, because yeah. everyone got that so mad. So I think stupid. somehow they're like it doesn't qualify as country, yeah. Which is so absurd. it's interesting because it's like the person who is probably sitting at that desk deciding that it doesn't qualify. Like who is that person? I would like to know someone who doesn't. What are their have credentials? Their ear to the ground. <laughs> but it's just interesting so because this, white. this it's difficult oh, yeah. because it's like what do you do with a song like this? What chart do you put in? Well, now it's just in like the top top because it's just like a, you know it's the top song yeah, in the world right it's now. Literally I think. number one on Billboard Top One Hundred. Yeah, and but that it's was just the whole and 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 I think it's what's also ironic is that I think all of the controversy around it being on the country chart is what. Um, helped bring it to fame too yeah, because yeah, I hadn't heard about it and to the fr- I heard the controversy before I heard about the really? actual heard the actual song yeah so I think that that helped bring it up because I mean everyone was talking about it yeah especially a lot of my professors because like you know it's an interesting conversation yeah um because right. I mean aside from what's that other guy's name Darius Rucker yeah um Lil Nas is, was like one of the only black people that's been on the country charts in a right. very long time totally and Lil Nas is not a country singer he's a rapper no, yeah. right um 
but Billy Ray. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He, he went to the ultimate like source of pop country. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to call my song not country? Okay, I'll get Billy Ray Cyrus yeah. on my song. Yeah, exactly. And, like, prove you guys In the music right video, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's a movie, yeah. man. It's... All right, let's listen to it. Yeah, yeah? let's play yeah. this bad boy. Okay. Let's do it. So right. We'll be right back with the in-between. We were just having a conversation that we realized we should be yeah. having with our mics on right. Right. <laughs> about this yeah. song. Yeah. Um, we're just talking about, well, Old Town Road is just a really good example of like how these two genres just mixed together. Country and rap yeah. and pop. Fusion. But like now yeah. that I've listened to it, I think it is more of a hip hop song with yeah. country I, in it. I don't think yeah. it would as be as successful song if it was just a country song. It is vocally. Because no, they have a different audience. It's yeah. like vocally to me as country as it gets. Like, and really? And then like near, like it could always get more country than that. But like yeah. as far as the melody and the words, it sounds like a country song. Mm-hmm. But then the production and like the yeah. music things that are going on is rap. Yeah. Right. And what I was saying earlier that is that beat and it's like trap. that exactly yeah. that type of template for music is like now pop music. Mm-hmm. Like thank you next. That's been totally um, That is like a big What's the word? To me, mainstream. Yes. Totally mainstream now. Yeah. Yeah. Just and, like that trap sound. Yeah, yeah totally. Mm-hmm. I think that's literally because of Migos. Yeah, I, I think I, that's a very good call. Migos, yeah. I remember listening to Migos when I was that music a freshman. I used to, used to very, bother. It used to give me a headache. A very good call. I though. was like, oh my god, I it used can't to really give this. me a headache. Yeah, it's but such, then it, it triggers such a weird part but, in, in your. But when it you're got so it. popular, and yeah. and I literally think Migos because their whole thing, like, and they produce a lot. Mm-hmm. They produce like a bunch of stuff on. Um, Beyonce's album with mm-hmm. Jay Z. Yeah. yeah, they wrote that ape. Blank. Yeah. Did they really? Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that song. You can hear it. Yeah. It's yeah. such a, yeah. Like, we yeah. Can, we, we, no, we can't play it. Yeah. But we could try it to find a clean version. exactly like Migos. It does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think they kind of mainstream. They did. And I feel like their kind of breakthrough into the mainstream mm-hmm. was 2016. Bad yeah. and Bougie. Was oh, yeah. The yeah. And Donald Glover won an Emmy for mm-hmm. Atlanta. And like during and they his were in an like episode. Ta- yeah, yeah, Quavo, the like kind of front man of the Migos, mm-hmm. was in an episode. And no, all three of them were, I think. Po- I think Maybe it was yes. just Quavo. Yeah, I think you. I think you might be right. It yeah. might have been all three of them. Yeah. And like he's talking to the press in this Emmy, like you know, press conference thing. Oh, and he's when like, they get in a fight. Is that what you're talking about? No, no, that's a different oh, okay. thing, which is legendary. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but no, like Donald Glover is just like, he said they're the new Beatles. He's like, they are like the best. He's like, Bad and Bougie is an amazing song. Ugh. And we like look to Donald Glover as like a thought leader, yeah. especially in like yeah, art. I, I, just, I like, absolutely adore Donald Glover. I think he's remarkable. He's, he's in, he is incredible. Yeah. And Teddy Perkins. About, like, oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so, you but know. I don't. It's it's. I I agree that Migos has had such a profound effect on the music industry, but mm-hmm. like their music, I still can't get behind it. Like, yeah. it's just it's still part of it. Still gives me a headache. I, I completely understand. Like, I bet there's a lot of music that they have produced that you don't realize that they've produced that like you like. Yeah, but I think it still has that like foundation yeah. of like trap that yeah. I hear in everything yeah. like yeah. ape beep sh blank yeah. t yeah. by Beyonce and Jay-Z mm-hmm. um, I love that song yeah. but it's like it's like that kind of music I can only listen to like in a very Limited certain setting. situation yeah totally. I mean I whereas like to trap music like 
people in, do in the I, morning like you I, do yes i have listened to futures yeah uh, dirty sprite to to walk to class yeah. like i Future my friends from home like, bump that yeah. stuff at any hour and, of the day and for me the my kind of like rationale behind it was one like i like how it sounds sonically like how there is like this sub bass that mm -hmm. always goes through i'm going to play a clip of something just sure. to give everyone but keep talking about yeah. it just to, so that sub bass is like a frequency that i like look to hear and then whatever the vocalist is doing rhythmically is interesting to me yeah. it's not lyric like the lyrics could be anything i don't I don't care. It's mm -hmm. the it's the rhythm with which they say those words. It is remarkable that like piques my interest. I'm gonna yeah. play and the first. And sometimes it gets at like just too much. I also yeah. think like when that triplet flow, um, and, 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 yeah. it yeah. becomes too much. Yeah. But I'm gonna play the first like 20 seconds of Ape because there's no swears in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. So you put like you know trap and like popular culture. I would. That's a very good call, Aaron. Like yeah. I'd say Migos were like super important. What I also love about trap is that. Um, it's so re it's it relies heavily on repetition. Yes. No, but I was just gonna say totally. like it's so unpretentious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like you can because I think at the like I don't think the Migos are being like yeah we're trying to change the music industry. I think sure. they're like I just want people to have a good time when they listen to our music. Totally. And that's what it's for. It's but like then you can also music, look at yeah. it like in the way that you're looking at it and analyze it and be like okay they're actually putting some really good thought and yeah. like time into this music. Yeah. Um. But I don't think they have a problem with like people just listening to it and having an awesome time. Yeah, which I love. It's a very good point the unpretentiousness of it because mm -hmm. like I, as a music person and mm -hmm. someone who surrounds themselves with musicians, when I say I like Migos and I like Young Thug and I like Future, like they're like really. Mm -hmm. See, all yeah, those I'm names like, are I don't know. Those three names are one thing to me. Right. I don't right. know you who don't those know people are. All I know is that they are that kind of sound and yeah. I don't listen to them individually. I, yeah. I only hear them like at parties and I'm like, oh, this is one of those Migos people. Yeah, right, <laughs> And right, that right, might right, sound right. extremely condescending of me, no. but I just like, well, look, that music someone... has never been, what's the word? It's never resonated with it's you. It's never resonated with me and I've never like, not humanized it, but like legitimized it, right. I think, which yeah. is my own fault. But I guess it's just, I don't know. It's just not, it hasn't been my cup of tea. Yeah. You know, I get that, and it also totally. is it's very not shocking, but I I mean I guess shocking to know that you're such a big fan of it, Benji, because oh, I, I feel it. like yeah. traditional like rock music people like you are, yes, and people like that would normally clash, right? That's and that's what, kind of what I was getting at is like people like don't really like people would identify that as like a guilty pleasure or mm -hmm. something, yeah. But I just definitely. find pleasure in the songs that they have and like the progression that they've had as artists. This is a huge thing, I think. I have two examples. Mm -hmm. One, I think, because I love Top 40s music. It's mm -hmm. like definitely some of my favorite music. And I th and I do get a lot of looks when I say that because mm -hmm. people are like, oh, like, blah, 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 you're, you know. I'm like, stop lying to yourself. <laughs> that is pop music for a reason. Yeah. It resonates with so many people because yes. it's catchy and because it's good. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking to like, listen, if I want to like feel, feel something, yeah. then I'll turn on an album to make me feel that way. Totally. But like, Gen generally like like when I you're think, getting ready in the morning I'm just gonna listen, listen to, to music fun, that's yeah. good yeah like it just sounds good to me yeah so that and then I was also thinking how this relates to like because I watch a lot of YouTube videos like from Bon Appetit magazine mm -hmm. and I love the way they talk about food because it's so unpretentious mm -hmm. because they're just like <laughs> I, yeah I'm gonna get like the best recipe for chocolate chip cookies mm -hmm. and like the simplicity of that 
is so great to me because I'm like, yeah, you could make this something so like, you know, heightened and whatever, but it's not because it's just good. Like, yeah. it's just good. Like, I'm just going to make yeah. bolognese and I'm just going to make chocolate chip <laughs> cookie and like all this stuff because yeah. I don't need because that's what people like to eat. Yeah. Like, People like to have a good feeling. Yeah. And like my thing with music nowadays, this thought that keeps reoccurring in my mind is like, I love, don't get me wrong, I love music. Mm -hmm. But like to me, music is not like the be all end all. The be all end all is like the human response to whatever that music is. Mm -hmm. Like if someone really feels um, impacted by a song, like what that song is, is neither here nor there what's really like worth holding on to is that feeling that that person or that amount of people can have mm. um and because that's where people disagree is within the music you know how could you say that like migos are like changed the landscape of pop music that's what they did like mm. um that ain't no tears left to cry that ariana grande song mm -hmm. yeah picking it up I'm we were just listening up. to that on the way here because she's in chicago tonight right right yeah. and that is that flow yeah. and like that changed how oh, that song vocalists... slaps yeah, yeah it does yeah. Yeah. what is that song called no tears left no to tears, cry by ariana yeah, grande no yeah, we can right. play it next <laughs> yeah and i think that like people just like overlook and i think that. i agree and i also think there is tends to be a lot of I don't want to say nationalism, but just like pride associated with music genres. Totally. And I think that's that why, oh, that's yeah, why like, the, I don't like country. I don't like, yeah. like yeah. Well, like I love, I only listen to the kind of, yeah. but more like, like more so when like the genres merge, yeah. it's like, that's not real. That's not real country. Yes, yeah. And I think that's, part of the thing with Old Town Road but like Benji recently brought up while we were listening to one of the songs um, Meant to Be yeah. by B.B. Rexa and Florida Georgia Line oh, yeah. Florida, such yeah. a good song Florida Georgia Line is like a country duo yeah. and B.B. Rexa is a pop artist right. a singer um, and so that song is in in the country genre on Spotify I looked recently yeah. but like it's very poppy yeah um, I can play a clip from it but mm -hmm. Um, I think that like I'm just I mean I haven't talked to anybody but like about it but I would imagine that a song like that would upset like true like Country like people. Dolly Parton like exactly. Carrie Underwood no, Rascal Flatts like she's in a league of her own I feel like she would okay, be like, maybe not Dolly Parton but, but I'm thinking Country like Country is a is a rabbit hole well I think Country is just Country con has like uh, what is I mean what is it and I think people associate Country a lot I think it's also part of their Country fans it's part of their identity yeah like it's like a very like Nashville, yeah. like like southern part of America, also like country you could say the farming. Same thing about about rap, music. exactly. And it's very urban. It's like they're and, too. And, well, I mean, and, think about like East Coast, West Coast rap. Exactly. Like that's a whole thing. Right. It's there's like a na like you said. There's a like a there's genres location genres. specific yeah. genres. I'm gonna play. Will you put it on for a second? Yeah. I put it meant to be. Yeah. So okay. something happened. Technical, I'm just gonna play a second of it into the microphone. Yeah. It's gonna be bad quality. That's okay. <laughs> But like, and now we can still talk. Exactly, yeah. we can still talk about it. And I'll play it in the distance. So this is the country guys. What a Georgia line. Yeah, but like that kick. It's this part that is. Like, and and the snaps. Yeah. Like that could be in like yeah. a, a any song. Yeah. And then there's like this element that comes into that like is more trap thing like yeah. feeling and it's like yeah. And so I think that. I think pop is just so universal where they d might not have as much of a niche, but I think particularly country fans and rap fans 
are very prideful mm-hmm. in because it's part it's like part of their culture mm-hmm. or, or just a bigger a more significant part of their culture and that like i said their identity yeah um so do you know what i think is a really good example hmm. daddy lessons by beyonce because oh, jack yeah. white is on oh. guitar for that oh yeah i don't think i know that well song. that's a country country song yeah it is but Oh yeah! Like I, I want to listen to it just because I want to listen to like with this mindset and see if I can hear anything. Because uh-huh. Jack White is on guitar. Is which, that is that the one he plays guitar on, or does he? I thought he played guitar on um, "Don't Hurt Yourself." Or oh, you're that, right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Okay, sorry. Well, Daddy Lessons is still really good. Can we listen to that one? <laughs> um, but I mean. <laughs> I can't think of any other genres that merge as often as rap, country, and pop. Yeah, and I think the merging of rap and country is like you then get pop. Yeah, because like which is Old Town yeah. Road. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think a a I big fear is that because pop? pop is so mainstream and so dominant ideology or yeah. dominant whatever culture, yeah. I think the fear on the countryside yeah. is that real real country air quotes is going to get lost yeah. because it's going to be overshadowed I mean, by all these country yeah. pop mashups. Real country yeah. is kind of lost. It's already it a dying is, is, yeah. It is. And but I don't mean I don't think it was ever like pop. And that's the thing about pop music. Pop music is just popular music. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Right. And so country music has always been like a niche. Like Yeah, I mean my friends from home like listen metal. to it a lot. Like it's yeah. very popular at home um for me. Mostly in this, only really in the summertime. Like my friends always are going to country concerts. I, never I think go. now it's but, more of a niche, but like historically, yeah. really? Elvis was the biggest guy in the world, and he like, like blues though. He was like country and, rock. See, right? that, that's why this is a rabbit hole, right? Because yeah, country, yeah. what is country? Like you know, there he has elements I've of never country. Of him as he has elements country. of There's elements like of popular blues. country. That's like Florida Georgia Line, Hunter Hayes. Right, right. Brett, I, they Brett all have the, they all have the same name. Tim Rice, yeah. Luke Bryan. <laughs> Luke Bryant makes um, me sick. They all have two like but first like, names. But like, who <laughs> won the uh, album of the year this who past did? year? Casey Musgraves. Oh, that's oh. yeah. She's you know? she's so I could talk country. I could talk about pop mm-hmm. or like country female vocalists mm-hmm. for hours. They're mm-hmm. my favorite Casey, singers. Casey never mm-hmm. strikes me as country. That's the. Are thing. you kidding me? And no. That's, and that's, oh, I think she's obviously country. <clears throat> but that's like a sign of like, kind of the type of music she makes. Like right. it is like, it kind of like incorporate. I feel like it's like if Lana Del Rey was like a country artist. Or yeah, she is very Lana of, like. Yeah. yeah, like how very, country pop well, and cross, I mean, crossovers became a defining trend of 2018, well, which is Taylor, true because Taylor Swift. Think about um, the middle by Zed. Yeah, yeah. That's Marin Mor- oh, right. Morris, and she's yeah. a country singer. Really? Yeah. yeah, she's the singer on that. Yeah. That's the that's I think that's where it's like the country vocals that people want, but yeah. none of that like banjo yeah. no, stuff. They don't well, want that I think twang. that female, yeah. con- but I think that female country singers, they just can sing so yeah. well. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, genre, like, I don't know, like it's it's a it's kind of a fickle thing. I don't know, like you can yeah. you can try to break things down like as much as you can. But Do you know? Yeah. Who's a really good example of this, and this Ooh. is another genre that we haven't talked about. Maggie Rogers yes. is a great crossover. I'm glad you said she, Maggie. Between yeah, what? because she's like really folk, yes, and also very electronic. I recently, like if you listen to um, Alaska, yeah. everything about that is yeah, a folk no, I song. I know that song. Everything really? about yeah, th- if all the lyrics, but then but then there's like this um, 
I'll play it. Just like I'll try here. I can play it. Okay. I recently and rewatched her NYU masterclass. Master yeah. And I was like, it's amazing because she best. said she used to only, she grew up in Maryland or yeah. something, right? Yeah. And she was like super folk. Maine, and her parents. Which is even Maine? more folky. Okay. Yeah. 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 And she, she like played the banjo growing up. Yeah. And then she went to France and like learned about electronic music. Yeah. And it meshes so well. And you know this, and then but Pharrell. Pharrell's like, yeah, it's like a, it's like a Reese's cup. Yeah. It's exactly. like chocolate's really good on its own and peanut butter is really good I on its have own, but the when you mix same, it. I'm mm -hmm. glad you said that because yeah. before I came here, I was thinking about that exact thing and possibly bringing that up because it is a great example of fusion. Um, um, quick shout out to my dad. Hi, dad. Hi. Love you. Okay, I'm going to play. And my mom, if you're listening to. Love you. I'm going to play Maggie Rogers, Alaska. Okay. okay. We'll song. be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to Hello. The Between. That was Alaska by Maggie Rogers. Great song. Um... Very talented artist. Yeah. Very talented. If you talented. guys, if Beautiful you artist. haven't seen the moment where she shows that song to, to Pharrell, Pharrell. He, Pharrell comes to NYU and she's a student at she, NYU. Yeah. She dropped out, didn't she? No, she took a year off. Oh, okay. And he like comes and like has a master class and students get to show him their song. Uh -huh. And like two students show up and show their song and he's like, it's good. And then he has some notes. And then Maggie Rogers shows him this song and he's like just blown away really? he's like i have no notes he's like this is a new thing oh that's so cool it was it's the purest yeah. like most amazing moment yeah that's so cool yeah. the thing about pharrell is i feel like he's so smart yeah but his music uh -huh. sucks <laughs> <laughs> like i'm sure the stuff he produces is good i'm sure he does a ton like he, he produces, produces, like, oh, he's he produces an albums sucks. that he's win a, like oh, i love how you said that <laughs> but like that. He's happy? an example. Oh, happy. No happy. Damn. I like, I don't even know what other songs. Fire. I mean, I guess there's Get Lucky, but that's like Daft Punk. It is you know? Daft Punk. Like, yeah. I love Daft Punk. Yeah, I don't even know odd. what other songs. Yeah. Like, he's so famous, well, but what does he's he He's an sing? example of <laughs> someone that if you saw the list of songs that he produced, you would be yeah. blown yeah. away. I know he, he produces, produces a like ton. Everything. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, do yeah, you guys want to know any of these songs? Yeah. Um, talk about film a little bit. I'd like to talk a little bit about film. Okay. I like to because that really fascinates me. Yeah, mm. let's do it. Um, I love thinking about how. Well, I guess film. I think film is more fluid than music mm -hmm. because well, film you do have categories for the awards mm -hmm. like sure. you know there's best. I don't think they have best horror, but they have. They should. No, they don't. Yeah. They That'd have. You know what? I'm sure that they do. I'm sure it's not. Horror oh, is, yeah, I've seen so much about this recently with, when Hereditary came out because Hereditary is Amazing an incredible film, but it wasn't film. nominated for anything. Um, and you know why? It's because the Academy horror. is scared was of it, horror movies. It wasn't nominated <laughs> for the soundtrack. Afraid. It wasn't nominated for anything. That movie? You Tony saw, you saw Hereditary? Yes, of course. Did well, you see Hereditary, Iron? No. Tony Collette is she's incredible. In it? Yes, she's the main, um, she's the main uh, person. It, it messed me up for Did it? at least a few days. A lot of I, these, I'm looking at these movies right now that are like horror movies that have yeah. been nominated and they're what all, they're all nominated for like best picture. Yeah, right. There's no, yeah, there's no, yeah. there's no best horror. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah. But I think that's because the only, people are scared. There's like, there are genre defiers, <laughs> but it's like animated film, drama, and comedy. Yeah. And comedy is horror. paired with musical. Best comedy or musical, or is that during Emmys? Like, because they do that. They're we should like, have had Will Conover come on. He's the master at this stuff. Um, that would be fun. 
But it was just in general when the so hereditary is like one of the most incredible ho- films in general that's been out in a yeah. while and it's horror. Yeah. And so it created a whole brouhaha because mm-hmm. you, that's the second it's, time that's you said I know, I know, I know, that's I know. The I know. One. I love that's it. My, my mom says snafu a lot. Oh, so maybe I'll switch over word. to snafu. Hi mom. Oh, that's that weird looking kid, right? Am I allowed to say that? What? what? Hereditary? Yeah. Oh. You're allowed to yeah, say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, she's I mean, terrifying. I mean, so I mean, yeah. so when Hereditary came out, it was uh, caused, caused a whole snafu because it didn't like really get as much fame as people think it should have because yeah. it is a horror movie. And horror is just a very stigmatized genre. Mm-hmm. Partly because the structure, the traditional structure of horror movies is really messed up. Mm. Like the whole like, La, do you know the like last girl standing trope yeah, how like yeah. it's always there's like a jock and then there's like a like damsel in distress mm-hmm. and then there's like one minority yeah. and they all get killed off one by one by one yeah. and then yeah. it's usually a girl in the end who mm-hmm. survives until the very end mm-hmm. and then either like she is killed or she dies like metaphorically and like some like she's just not the same again and can't live a normal life yeah and so that's the problem is so many horror films just follow you know like texas chainsaw massacre right. scream they all those like big franchises follow that same trope and it's like okay we're watching the same movie yeah over and over again i think that's why it's really stigmatized yeah. um but hereditary is so different yeah and it's so scary i think horror <laughs> i think like an example of like movies that implement like that genre and like totally don't function within the like formal lines of that genre. Is like I think Get Out is like Get Out is, is amazing. Like, it, yeah, it, it implements horror, but it, I wouldn't necessarily call it a horror movie. No, um, it's it's that's I why Jordan see... Peele is incredible. He's brilliant. That he's 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 a master of merging genres in that yeah, way because he I, does like comedy and horror, right? Exactly, and comedy and like or horror and social like yeah. criticism, right. cultural criticism. Did you guys see Us? No, I need to I see did. it. Did you like it? Didn't you I, see it twice, Aaron? I did see it twice. Uh-huh. Um, I did like it. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it simply like as a, like it was just entertaining. Right. I didn't really think too much. I've heard into kind it. of bad think, things about it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I think I think you heard bad things about it because it was compared to Get Out, mm-hmm. but I think that's kind that's of a like, foolish it's comparison. It's tough. It's tough. They're different like, movies. That's some sophomore slump type thing, you yeah. know? It's like I mean, I'm sure it was a good movie, but like when yeah. have you seen it, Benji? That, no, I haven't. No. And, like when the trailer came out, that's a movie where like when the trailer for um they're totally unrelated but like when the trailer came out for Revenant I was like oh I need to see this movie it looks so good oh, that was horrible wasn't I it The Revenant it. with Leonardo DiCaprio he like uh, is in the wilderness like and he finally won an Oscar for his performance oh that and one and like yes, Us is that. another example where I like saw the trailer I'm like I have to see this yeah. and both movies I still haven't seen I saw the only part that you need to see of the Revenant when he lives in, in the a, skin of a bear <laughs> when he cuts open yeah. a bear and yeah. takes out all the guts and yeah. then I don't know how necessary that movie was <laughs> I don't I'm either I'm just gonna put it that way I don't, yeah um, he did have a great performance I do want to talk briefly I know this is not about movies but I thought it was interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when in terms of like comedy and drama I think a really good example of this is Chekhov I don't know if you guys have read any Chekhov mm-hmm. but he is this Russian playwright from like the god I don't know what year probably the 1800s mm-hmm. anyway but if you read his plays as dramas they are the most depressing sad like nothing like why are we writing this Mm -hmm. but if you read it as a comedy it is like the funniest dark comedy ever and Mm. that's when I think genres are important because I think they put like a perspective into them so if you go into a movie thinking it's going to be funny Mm -hmm. it's going to be funny if you go into a movie thinking it's going to be sad it's going to be sad Mm. like 
I, I'm trying like to us. think of like yeah like if you go to into a movie I think yeah it's gonna be right or like I don't know can you guys think of any like dark comedies that like um I mean well I mentioned to you earlier like Quentin Tarantino's that's Quentin Tarantino right the Hateful Eight yeah. and yeah. Inglorious Bastards yeah. yeah um I think I think of those as dark comedies like they're yeah. very Inglourious funny Bastards, but they're about horrific things I, I would agree with that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's just so um rousing. well they're both like World yeah. War II films for, I've only seen like bits and pieces of both of them uh-huh. so I'm not sure which wait which ones Inglorious Bastards and The Hateful Eight Hateful Eight isn't World War II it's yeah more like yeah. western oh yeah. is it okay American. but Inglorious okay. Bastards is yeah. yeah and Django Unchained that's yeah like, that's the, like dark comedy isn't so, it totally yeah yeah and there's this element of like camp like yeah. I feel like oh. that is a don't big no, it's don't, true. That's it's a really an important like component like when we're talking about genre and stuff like that like mm-hmm. there are films that implement that like Spike Lee kind of does that totally yeah. and yeah. Um, Black Klansman yeah did you I really mean, think that that was campy it not, is, not think, so much at times yes but I think the acting there, is campy really there were very some, dramatic there were some like 70s like disco-y moments yeah. and where it's like we're just yeah, but it was the way I that it shot it with like yeah. these like big body scans and stuff like yeah. that's super yeah but that's like, true I wouldn't say that film for him is like the best like example of how campy he could get yeah I think because like, the costumes felt very not like I feel like if you're gonna be do a campy 70s film you're gonna deck them out yeah. in like disco stuff yeah I think it yeah. could be and more I don't than think just they really were. but I mean it, that doesn't really make sense for the movie why would they be yeah. in disco attire yeah just because it was the time um, have you guys that's heard, all anyone wore uh, in the yeah. 1970s they just really liked <laughs> um uh what's the it's called sorry to bother you no. Have you guys heard of that? What is that? Oh, okay. sorry to bother Wait, you. Yes, is, is the trippiest, again? like most mine, like bizarre. What is it again? Oh, it's so is it a Lakeith movie? Stanfield, the guy from Atlanta, yes. the guy that plays the I one love guy. Lakeith. Yeah, he's, he's one of my favorite actors right awesome. now. He's awesome, and he's so the main funny. character in that, and he acts like alongside. I don't know her name, but she's gonna be in the new Men in Black film. Okay. Um, I forget oh, her name, right. and she's in Westworld, which is. <laughs> I know who she is. But this movie is, um, it's just bizarre. And it's like, to me, like a cluster of like genre. And it is comedic well, and it is dark and it's like a commentary film. Well, dude, Atlanta. Atlanta, is yeah. such emerging of like on the second season of Atlanta is totally oh you haven't seen no, it no and I want to okay well so let me just okay sorry just really quickly that I just love Atlanta so much so Atlanta is a show you should all watch it there's two seasons out on Hulu it's about um just like this rapper who's trying to make it in the city of Atlanta Donald Glover plays his agent and Lakeith plays his like cousin or whatever mm-hmm. so there's right. in the I, the first season, not so much, but the second season, there are two episodes in particular that are like very, very eerie mm-hmm. and very like thrillery, horrificy. Like in one episode, like the rapper gets lost in the woods for uh-huh. like twenty minutes, or not? No, sorry, twenty minutes of the episode. So yeah. like most of the ep- like most of the night. And like I was talking about with my friend Christian, and like it's supposed to be a metaphor for the way he was dealing with his mom's death. And mm. like there's a lot of also very unsettling, it's similar to Get Out in the way that they play race into it. There's a lot of like unsettling things that happen to them because of because they're all black. Right. Um, and so like um, 
like for example like in so Teddy Perkins mm-hmm. is like this episode one in Emmy mm-hmm. it's where Lakeith goes to buy this piano off of eBay from this guy mm-hmm. who's actually Donald Glover in whiteface oh, he's wow. dressed up as a white guy that's amazing and he went to the Emmys and accepted the Emmy dressed up as this oh, white guy yes you need to like he looks like Michael Jackson like he's wow. terrifying wow. I showed you a clip from it Aaron remember when he's eating the ostrich egg yeah 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 <sighs> And it's just like, it's it's so funny, but it's terrifying. Yeah. And like, I think that that's where they mix those so well is because it's comedic because it's it's entertaining and it's comedy, but mm. it's horrific in a way where it's not like gory horrific. It's like horrific, like to be a black person mm-hmm. in this situation because you're in danger because of your skin color. Right. And um, I think that in that way, like Jordan Peele does the same thing. Like he's like, he's like, yeah, horror is horror, but like, there are social horrors that like people that look like uh, me face every day. And that's, what's the most terrifying thing. And that's why I love horror movies because and like, like traditional, like gory horror movies, because it's like, I know that at the end of the day, nothing is scarier than terrorism, gun violence, (laughs) like racism. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, My friend's dad's, tried to argue with me that like horror movies are completely unnecessary because the world is already filled with fear and Uh we don't need to incite more fear in the world I'm like but the world is not like these gory like bloody horror movies that I love right our escapism. It's like that's, that's yeah, never totally. gonna be. And I was like, you could say the same thing for science fiction. Yeah, right. like yeah. you know. Yeah. Like I mean, it does happen. Like you do hear once in a while about like some weird serial killer who like chopped up his wife in his basement or something like that. Yeah. You know but what I mean? That's not what we're generally afraid of. No. You don't face that every day walking down the street. You don't worry that someone's gonna like slash you right then and there. Mm-hmm. You're worried that someone's gonna like pull a gun on you and rob you. Right. You're worried that like but some gonna guy's gonna cat call you yeah. and then maybe try to like touch you inappropriately, yeah. which mm-hmm. happens like literally all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Happened to me this morning, and it's like it just really takes you. It lets you like like you said escapism. It lets you live in a different horror for a minute than the horror that we live in every day. Yeah. On that note, (laughs) we got to close out the show, guys. Positive note. Thank you so much, Benji, for coming on our show. Of course, my pleasure. This is a blast. I know it's great. Um, We will be back next week for our final Final show. We're gonna try to extend it, but next week might be the last show. But but we'll 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 see you then. Yeah, tune in next week. Take care. Thank you again, Benji. Of course, thank you guys.